It's pretty sick. It's pretty slick, isn't it? Yeah. I've been working pretty hard on this. Uh, this was a big project. Yeah, you have a new life change right now, like a big life change, sort of. Yeah, yeah. A lifestyle change. Let's put it that way. Lifestyle change. Yeah. Um, I built a little gaming station for myself, and it's gonna be for some, hopefully, some content creation too. Yeah. So exciting things maybe coming in the future. I was trying to come up with a name for it because I just like to name my stuff. You a know, na- a name for your desk. I think I was. I think I'm gonna call it the Suave Station. How does that sound? That's a little on the nose, I guess, but it's that's fine. what it needs to be, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. But uh, yeah. So I I got a gaming PC and I've been building desks and mounting everything to the walls and. You know, all that fun stuff. It's been pretty, uh, it's been a pain in the butt, honestly. It's probably the biggest, one of the biggest projects I've done since I moved into my house yeah. five or four or five years ago. Yeah. So there's a lot of holes in the walls now where I miss studs and stuff like that. Nice. I, sw- I swear the studs I have in my walls are like not regulation size. <laughs> no, they are. I'm sure they are. They're probably spaced They're just- further apart than you think they are. They're two feet apart, but I they're, yeah. they're just they're small. But uh whatever. Yeah. I my my setup has always been completely uh I just throw things on a desk and don't care about anything. <laughs> so Well it's been a problem. Like I've wanted to get a gaming computer for a while. Like I've talked about it with you forever, I feel like. Yeah. But uh like me and my wife share kind of an office and so she's been working from home. And, you know, she runs a blog, so she kind of has her own technology that's involved with that. And yeah, I didn't want to, like, get the computer and then be stuck in this uncomfortable spot where I'd want to use it, but then I didn't have room or the comfortable space to, I don't know. Yeah. So I, so I turned it into a big project, and we actually have two desks in the in the office now like one hers is on one side and mine's on the other side and then i ended up mounting everything onto the wall like my computer's on the wall the tv the screens all that stuff just so we had i have room like yeah on the desk and everything cuz i got like a it's like a really small desk you know it doesn't take up a ton of space mm-hmm. so so that we could fit both both in here so that you know one thing turns into another thing, and <laughs> I it, wanted to put a hard drive in my computer. That was a nightmare. It's kind of good that you like dug into the guts of it already, though, because as soon as you take that first step, now you're more confident doing anything in it. Yeah, which is good. Yeah, I don't know. I'm. I feel like for me, it, it, basically anything that I do, the first step is always like, okay, let's check this out. And then it's always me discovering that I I don't know anything, kind of. <laughs> so I, 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 I learn what I don't know, and, and that's even more intimidating almost sometimes than like looking at it from yeah. the outside in. Do you know what I mean? So like, for example, for this hard drive, you know, I, ha- I have two different types of hard drives. Well, three different types of hard drives I could have got for the computer, mm-hmm. just like reading into it. Uh, they have... An SSD, which is kind of the new thing, but you could yeah. you can install an SSD a couple of different ways. Yeah, that's the, that's hard the new drives. thing. <laughs> and so, just looking at those different things and trying to decide what you know which one of those to get, and then the one that I got, I didn't like how 
the bracket fit in and so I got a different one and then that didn't come with mounting screws and so I had to order a mounting kit and it just it was it's nothing's easy, you know. I just I want to be able to plug and play, but yeah, whatever. I think um like you got a you got a pre-built too. So it didn't probably come with it didn't come with anything. Anything. It came yeah. with it came with a little sheet of paper that was like go to this website for help. Yeah. Yeah. And that was so it. like whenever you buy everything piece by piece, it comes with like Yeah. Typically yeah. it comes with a bunch of extra stuff and and in individual manuals for individual pieces and that helps significantly and stuff. So yeah, it's yeah. But I'm glad you did it because it's exciting and uh you joined the PC gang. Yeah, I'm, I'm here, man. And uh, yeah, this is uh, the Whiff Punish Games cast. I'm Nick, joined by AJ. And, Suave. Uh, AJ Suave. And, <laughs> <laughs> and Nickhead. Why don't you go by your gamer tag, too? We should just start calling people by their gamer tags. I think that's cool. I don't. That's a fun thing. I don't. Well, so I don't have a brand. So, like, I don't really care. The brand is Whiff Punish. Well, but, like, my streaming channel is completely random, has nothing, not related to anything. Like, I don't know. I just never, I never thought about it that way, I guess. I love nicknames, though. I just, I just yeah, it's never. Just fun. It's just a fun thing. I'm, I think, I don't know. Doesn't I, think matter. Uh, I think on a couple of early YouTube videos, I was like, oh, it's Nickhead. And it's like, I just hate saying that. It's like, like, I'm, I'm okay with it being in text form. I don't necessarily want to say it out loud. Out loud. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense, I guess, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what's new in your life? I, we don't need to talk about me all night. We can if you want, but <laughs> uh, nothing, nothing really new. Um, I, I also am planning a weird tech thing. Uh, I've, I've wanted a set of electronic drums forever. Like, oh, really? Like years and years now. Yeah, I remember. I remember talking to that. I was talking about that. I was gonna get them. The first time I thought about getting them, I think it was before you and I even reconnected. And I yeah. just and I just never did because the house I used to live in wasn't there wasn't a great spot for them. And so I kind of just kept putting it off and putting it off and whatever. And finding then, a finding a spot for your toys is the eternal struggle, well, let me tell you. Well, so now <laughs> let I'm me in tell a, you. Now I'm especially in an when you're married. Yeah. Yeah, well, exactly. Like I was, you know, living with my girlfriend at the time and, you know, yeah. we had a tiny house and there was not nowhere to put anything. Like my PC dominated half of the living room in the first place, which I'm yeah. I don't think she was happy about. But uh so like I'm in an apartment now, which is even smaller than the house, and I'm just like, you know what? I'll just get it and figure it out because the, I'm not going to just, I don't want to keep overthinking it and whatever. I've wanted it for so long and I want to start screwing around with it. So um, also who cares? You can't invite anyone over anyways. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's not even that it's like, it's like, is it going to be like, I'm already really constrained on space for the most part here. Um, like it's it's not terribly small. Like it's not San Francisco bullshit or whatever. But um, I I just know I'm gonna have to move it around. But I'm yeah. will, I'm willing to just get over that and do that so I can finally try fucking around with them. Yeah, that kind of thing is what drives me nuts. It drives my my wife nuts probably that I'm like that because I need to have a spot for everything. I I would like to have a spot. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, because like once something's set, then you don't have to think about it, and it's easier to keep clean, and it's easier to like it doesn't feel cluttered, you know. I feel like I use things more when I 
when I have like a space that I can go to for that thing. Yeah, if I sure. have to get it out and put it away and get it out and put it away, I just won't use it all the time. Yeah. Because it's like the whole process of kind of of doing that is it just ad- unappealing it, to yeah, me. Yeah, it adds more like effort. Like already... PlayStation VR is a good example of that. Yeah. It, it, I, there's no possible, it's hooked up to my TV in my living room, so there's no possible scenario where I can just leave it hooked up. It's a mess. And I don't, yeah. you know. I actually so. couldn't, I couldn't do that here either. Like there would be no good place. Like if I, cause I would get one of the PC ones and, and they always require, like they have the like cameras around or whatever that yeah. like, yeah. so like. I couldn't set that up permanently anywhere without literally like moving a couch and stuff like that would be mm-hmm. stupid. So, so yeah, that, that Oculus quest always sounded really appealing to me, but now like that they're doing this dumb Facebook stuff, I'm never going to get an Oculus ever. So like, so like that brand might as well not even exist to me. So um, yeah. I would like, I would like a uh, Valve. What about the, what about the wireless one? That's the Oculus quest. Oh, okay. Yeah, so so Valve needs to step up and make their uh, their wireless one. I'm I'm actually surprised no one else has done that yet. Uh, you could wait. Maybe uh, I, they're gonna redo PSVR. Yeah, for that's a true. PS5. Yeah, that I'm could sure be they a, will. Yeah. A potential. Uh, a potential. I because I do think that that works really well. Like for what it is. That's the only VR I've used, and I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, and and even. Um, I heard somewhere that it, it was, it's the best-selling, like, VR by oh, far. Oh, I'm sure. It's it's the cheapest. It's the most accessible. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. So, if they could just kind of fix the fidelity on that a little bit and maybe change how... The, the PS5 will be a huge step up for VR. Yeah. Like, enormous. It would basically yeah, so that... it would basically be the minimum PC spec for current PC VR. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. So that's exciting. I don't know. I I probably won't take that jump again, but yeah. Never say never. You I know? yeah. I, I was just thinking. I was like, well, now you have a nice, powerful PC. You could get you could get like really crazy VR now. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you have is, room in there though. It's yeah. packed to the packed to the gills, man. Yeah. I have my my own music endeavors um, involved in here, and yeah, uh, everything's set up pretty good. So that's cool. I even have room for like my MIDI keyboards on my desk. So, oh nice. We want to start adding sound effects to our podcasts and, and live, live. We can yeah start playing around with stuff I like wanted, that. I wanted to like sort of start looking into that, and that would be really good that you sort of already have that set up because, um, yeah, I mean, like we're thinking about doing live episodes and and a video portion is, essentially, and it, and it would be really fun to be able to just like pipe that stuff in. Yeah, I um, have I have the software, I have the MIDI controllers. I just have to learn how to use some of the Adobe yeah. creation suites and yeah. then we can we can probably bang it out. So, that's kind of exciting. I don't know. Fun fun summer stuff. Yeah. What else are you going to do on quarantine? <laughs> yeah, really. You know, the endless quarantine, it never ends. The endless quarantine. Yeah. But uh this is a games podcast, isn't it? Let's let's uh, let's talk about some games. Yeah, you're going to have a lot more than me, I think. Um, uh, so kick us off. All right, let's uh, let's kick off with Blasphemous. I uh, sure. I mentioned this on the previous episode. I just started it. Uh, played probably a couple hours, and uh, in between that episode and this episode, you have played it, correct? And completed it. And completed it. So, yeah. uh, just kicking off. 
how would you recommend it? Would you give it a thumbs up or would you go ahead and go golf clap? Okay. I think I would go thumbs up. Okay, I would not give it a golf clap. Yeah. Okay, good. And so I definitely would recommend it. Um, I think it's a really interesting thing and a, and a really neat thing and a, a amazing start for, I believe, a new company. I don't think they've made anything else. But it has some problems, which is why I wouldn't give it a golf clap. You know, the esteemed yeah, the esteemed award that is the golf clap. I agree. I agree. But it's uh, it's cool. So I uh, why don't you tell us what, what your what your uh, opinions are on that, and then I'll kind of kick off. I feel like you do better a little bit okay. at. Uh, I mean, you summarizing. Yeah, you explained it last episode or two episodes ago. Technically, like it. it to me, it mostly is an old school Castlevania game more than anything. Yeah, uh, that's even more stripped down than Castle, like modern Castlevania, Symphony of the Night, beyond. Like it, it plays similarly. It has similar actions. It has similar upgrade things. It's a little. It's more pared down in terms of your inventory and like leveling up and stuff. Like it's not a full on RPG like Castlevania is. But I kind of appreciated that, um, because. It's not a super long game. It's way more tight. And like you don't you kind of only have a few things to mess around with inventory wise to like change your play style a little bit. But for the most part, like a Dark Souls game, it's designed a very specific way to fight things. And that's cool. Uh, I think 2D games like that are hard to have depth in combat. And I still have yet to see one that like really goes the next step because you know you're stuck to a 2d plane like yeah. you can't you can't do crazy different act uh attacks or dodges or anything like that because you're stuck in two dimensions yeah and um i was actually i wouldn't say that like the boss variety was super good but they all felt really different and because it because it wasn't a super long game they each felt really impactful yeah. Where like Castlevania will throw so many bosses at you. Really? <laughs> yeah, because like those those games are long, like generally for especially for the era that like there's a lot of stuff to do in them. Yeah. And um so like you'll fight a lot of like like a lot of boss health bars, big enemies. Like a lot of that stuff will come up. And so like every time one came up in Blasphemous, it was just like, "Ooh. Okay, this is like a new special like thing that I have to learn how to do." Yeah. Yeah, and and it was challenging. Uh, there yeah, were, and just to piggyback off that, the designs of the bosses are awesome. awesome. Yeah, yeah, they're really cool, and that kind of goes a long way. Even when you get annoyed at yeah at the the maybe the way the mechanics work for a specific fight, it's still fun that you're fighting this just ridiculous Goyard painting. Yeah, you know what I mean, man. Like the reason I would recommend that game just is, to see it. is almost exclusively its aesthetic and design yeah, yeah like it is it is so impressive it's so well thought out uh the the team that made it is spanish and like it's dripping with that culture which is so cool i can't really think of many other spanish inspired one developers and two spanish inspired developers that like put their their world into games um there's like one other one i can think of and like that was just so neat, and I. What's played the other it. one you can think of? Uh, what's their name? Uh, they, you're talking devs. They made yeah they they made the games uh, Xenoclash one and two, 
and they made another game that was actually it was more of a traditional 2D like Castlevania game, but I can't remember what it was called. I never got around to playing it. I can't remember the dev, the dev team's name, and I'm really mad at myself, but the Xenoclash games are hilarious. I talked about them on one of the earliest 2v1 episodes ever, so you could go back and listen to that if you want. But but like just the way that Blasphemous did all of that, and then they have... They, the game's voice acted, which AJ mentioned last time, and they did a voice track all in Spanish, too. So I played the game in Spanish, and that was awesome. Like, talk about... Talk about setting the mood so much better than English. Like whenever, whenever a team, like a non-English native-speaking company, not only puts like their whole culture into a game, but then it's it also has the audio track of their native tongue. Like it goes a really long way. Like I played all the Metro games that way, and it was like totally different because you know it's they're speaking Ukrainian slash Russian. And it's just, it's just neat. And like, I heard a little bit of the English voice acting and like, it sounded way, way different, you know, like it totally changed like the, uh, the drama, I guess, because yeah, yeah. the, the game is so overly dramatic. Mm-hmm. And so like hearing them speak Spanish and like, we know a little bit of Spanish because we took it in high yeah, school. Yeah, that was probably fun to try and yeah. just... And like here, if I understood it, yeah, like that was, that was fun. And I didn't understand most of it, but every, every once in a while I would hear some and be like, oh, okay. Yeah. And like, that was just really neat. The whole thing is just a really neat, it's a neat piece of art that um, maybe not necessarily the best game, but uh, it was worth playing just for that alone. And short enough that like it didn't overstay its welcome. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's a big part of it, I think, just to by the time you're kind of like, okay, I'm annoyed. I've seen this. You're yeah. you're wrapping it up. Do you know what I mean? And I kind of like naturally did everything. Yeah. Uh like not not everything, everything, but I mean I I I had almost the whole map uncovered. I found a ton of the collectibles. I I found some of the secret stuff, like completely. How, how much naturally. do you like how much do you like that you were collecting body parts yeah. from from I from loved people? it. I loved it. Yeah, I thought that was so cool. Like it it be the game the game with with you know with like limited exposition about virtually anything. Yeah, tell me what tell me what it's about. <laughs> just let's just have this this th- lore conversation real quick. I think the I, I well it created a new religion. Like a new a, a a religion was born out of some crazy catastrophic event that the miracle. Yeah, that apparently does have something to do with um whether or not you are a good person as far as I understood. And like so like it's super grim and fucked up. From the beginning, you st- you you crawl out of a pile of bodies, which I don't even understand why you start there or anything. I don't. Okay, so I don't understand I think, anything about. I that. think I got this part. The the game opens with the girl stabbing herself in the chest with the. She has like a, a statue and she's ramming it into her chest. Yeah, and then the statue all of a sudden turns into a giant sword and she like impales herself. Yeah, and so your character. Like pulls that sword out of her, wields that sword for some reason. <laughs> I, actually, you yeah. know what? I, I mean, we don't have to go. I don't want to go into anything because, in case you play, yeah, the it's game, more fun. In it's case, more fun to just in case you play the game, like no spoilers or anything. But like it, it is this super fucked up. There, there's that event where like this this woman. It's like it's like old school Christianity where they used to whip themselves and stuff. Yeah, like that's yeah. what she's doing, and. 
and she ends up stabbing herself. And because that happens, it like causes the miracle or something. And then everybody is either a normal person, maybe with some like abilities or some super fucked up, weird, disfigured thing that is essentially a monster. And, and I love that. I love that there were some people that just, just turned huge like for no reason there were just huge people like uh like some of the named characters that you come across like in the map that yeah, do yeah. special things they're just gigantic <laughs> like the guy with the face on his chest for some reason yeah. <laughs> like it's just it's just neat to see all of that and you know like it does it does that whole like grim almost uh i guess the the setting would be like crusade era medieval religion where yeah like pieces of of people are considered holy relics and stuff like that and and like you're you have a rosary which is like one of your rpg things and like you're slotting weird cherished items into your rosary like like calcified eyeballs and shit and it's just it's cool it's a cool thing blasphemous is a cool thing I want to I want to just say uh this is kind of swerving a little bit but uh, back to the combat I I did enjoy the simplicity of it yeah. like all the way through the game I think just having a parry and a dodge mm-hmm. and an and a, an attack can make for a nice like uh just a nice little package of 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 gameplay to where you know those parries they they feel good all the way through the game. Like mm-hmm. for me, well, I, I'm I'm satisfied. Yeah, all the way through the game with with attacking, and then instead of going on the defense, I get that perfect time parry, and I can keep attacking. And it it just yeah, I would prefer that. I think in like all of my, I don't know. I just I, I want parries every in everything. Yeah, if, I if think, I'm doing um, melee combat. Yeah, I think a lot more. I mean, I mean the souls like spinoffs have all kind of embraced that at this point um, yeah and, and it's nice to see it in a 2d one mm-hmm. uh i had weird they, troubles with they, it but i still enjoy they, it they throw in executions to give you just a little <laughs> fun stuff you know what i mean yeah. it's just it's it's neat yeah sometimes good, good some, game sometimes you get to just slam a shield on a person and, and crush them under it and stuff yeah yeah, yeah the animation is so, amazing like you know, it's it's all pixel art. It's not models, as far as I can tell. Unless they did some like really good trickery, a la fucking Arc Systems works, but I don't think they did that. Yeah, um, I and couldn't. The music, music was cool. great. Yeah, yeah. yeah so music. The music up. was really good. Literally background music. It was never in the way. It was never annoying. It was never uh-huh. like like you heard the same song over and over. But because it was kind of muted and toned down, it wasn't. It wasn't like God. I'm so sick of hearing this. Like that never happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blasphemous definitely thumbs up for from me. Yeah, I, and I, it could use some. It could use some improvements. Hopefully, on whatever they do next. Hopefully, it's not mm-hmm. another blasphemous. But uh, but yeah, cool game. Neat thing for sure. Yeah. Uh, just just jumping off from blasphemous, I'll I'll move on to another Castlevania slash Metroidvania. Slash Pathfinder, whatever your preferred uh, linguistics are. Yeah. Um, I played Carry On. Carry On. Oh, right. Yeah. Carry On. Carry On. How do we say that? Carry On. And I think that game is freaking awesome. Yeah. I would, in fact, give that one a golf clap. Oh, wow. I would. Um, Here, I can go ahead and do that. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure when I'll get to it yet. 
I think that what's appealing about it is that it's very novel. Mm. Um, so for the uninitiated, Carrion has a game. It's a Metroidvania that has you playing as a monster. So they call it, they bill it as a reverse horror game, and you basically play as the thing, mm-hmm. like from the from the classic movie. It's like this tentacly, multiple mouthed slime made of flesh, thing. sort of. Yeah, yeah. And so there's zero exposition. The game opens and you literally just break out of a test tube and you're in this underground lab. And you basically, I played on the Switch, so you basically press a direction and he moves in that direction. Mm -hmm. So there's no jumping or anything like that. He just like worms and the animation is really good. It's really satisfying. He just like kind of crawls like he'll... He'll squish his tentacles out and like pull himself all over the place. Yeah, like there's no floor so, or ceiling really. You can just nope, be on everything. You yeah. can just kind of float all over the place, and it, it yeah. feels it feels incredible. They they really nailed just the the icky, <laughs> slow like movement oozing. Yeah, and and especially for that type of game where you're you're typically jumping and yeah. moving around that way, it it feels different. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you also have, like, a tentacle that you can reach out and grab things with. Now, if you're playing on PC, which I imagine you probably would, um, I think the, it, it'll it work with your mouse where you can actually, like, click and grab. Oh, I didn't I played think on, about that, yeah. I played on Switch, which means I was kind of doing, like, twin stick. Yeah. And it, it, made, it made it a little bit harder to control, uh. like, my tentacle arms. And so... That could bug some people. I I kind of still enjoyed it because it felt I don't I, I don't know. I, I felt like the sentient slime thing <laughs> and like I didn't have this precise mm. uh yeah. control over what I was grabbing and stuff. I would kind of yeah. fling limbs out and 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 grab people and stuff in the environment and throw it around. Yeah. And so I'm I'm probably romanticizing a little bit because I really <laughs> really enjoyed this game, but it, it it made for a cool experience and like the combat kind of works it similar to like Hotline Miami, mm. because like you die or you kill people super fast, and so anyone that has guns or flamethrowers or mechs or whatever you're fighting, if you get hit by bullets, like your health goes fast. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it kind of turns into this thing where you're darting into crevices and you're shooting into ventilations and then you're coming out and grabbing people and pulling up, pulling them up into the, the ductwork and then squirming underneath the, whatever the floor or whatever, and it kind of just creates this really neat, just predatory, predator versus prey like experience. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so it's awesome. It, it it feels unique. You know what I mean? And and you. You eventually acquire upgrades from other test tube stuff where you get like spikes and you can you can get multiple arms and you can get you know, invisible. Yeah, invisible, you can get like a charge, all this stuff. And so you kind of get this nice little toolkit of of things to deal death with. <laughs> and uh it's it's just awesome. It's I don't know how to to 
like champion it any more than just it just feels so unique. There's never been I've at least never played something like this. Yeah, I can't really think of uh I can't really think of anything that yeah. would have put you in that kind of position. Um Yeah. Like I think pieces of games have messed around with playing a monster and being the monster and whatever, but you know, something just straight up from the very beginning, like you're you're a thing and want to get out and kill everybody. Basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it, it's really cool. The way like the puzzles kind of work is that uh you when you eat people your mass grows. Mm-hmm. And so each size of the monster, like once you eat a person, it'll grow and then that size has different abilities. So you can kind of like leave pieces of yourself in little pools in order to acquire the right abilities mm-hmm. or you just go eat bodies of humans to grow and then you you use the right abilities to progress in the environment. And so it's kind of this neat puzzle of, of, uh, okay, I'm going to leave this body here. I'm going to go do this fight. And then I'm going to come back and get my body so that I can break through this thing. And it just, it's a really unique thing. Yeah. And the complaints against it, um, are that you can get lost a little bit. There's no map whatsoever. Yeah. And so you kind of can lose yourself in, the level design, uh, but it was not really something that bothered me or that I had an issue with. I feel like the main path is pretty linear. If you if you go into it has like sub levels kind of, and then you come out and there's a main level. So you go into the sub level, you get the power up, you come out, it you go to the next thing, you go into the sub level, get the power up, come out, advance. Kind of it kind of works like that. Okay, and it takes a little bit for you to get your bearing on like where you're going because mm. you're just kind of like going into doors and then going around in there and then coming out of doors. And again, this is me romanticizing it, but you know, I'm this sentient being that is trying to escape this facility. And it, it makes sense that I would kind of be smacking against walls back and forth, trying to get out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so as a gamer, I could see, I'd be like, Oh, this is wasting my time. But the game wasn't longer than five or six hours anyway, mm-hmm. so I didn't. It, it wasn't a huge detriment to to me uh, not enjoying it. Do you know what I mean? Did uh, Did you ever feel like you learned your way around? Or I absolutely, I absolutely did figure out the system of how there's like signs on the wall and stuff that okay. you can kind of, if you're paying attention to, yeah, you can kind of learn how the game works, and then. Once you do that, you have a better sense of like direction and what you need to accomplish and where you haven't yeah. gotten all the collectibles at, and and then your enjoyment of it can kind of grow from there. But that's like a natural. The game doesn't give you anything, mm-hmm. and that's like a natural thing that you have to do as uh, the person that's playing the game. Yeah, and so it's kind of an extra layer of enjoyment, I guess, for me because it's like, oh, I figured it out. You know, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, as long so, as as long as it as long as you are able to learn naturally then i think it's not a problem yeah yeah like, i still think you could you could get lost a little bit with like i don't know what the next spot i'm supposed sure. to go to is and if you were like a person that explores a ton then you could really get lost because you could just be going into levels that you've already kind of completed and yeah. stuff like that so i'm sure That's there's true. some people who who would experience this game and be like i just don't i don't care to be wandering around this underground facility but that's yeah. a sort of a complaint I have for Blasphemous, actually. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Like those those kind of games, for the most part, 
usually give you some general direction even if like even if it if there is a map it'll put a thing on a map that you're not even anywhere yeah but yeah go to this point but you have like a general like way to get like oh i need to go this general direction and blasphemous didn't do that at all and like that i i think i felt lucky sometimes that i made my way through that game because i was like holy shit i hadn't you know i found i i found this area and just kept looking and well, i happened thing, to complete the game <laughs> the thing about blasphemous is like i feel like there was no wrong directions there, i guess there was never there was never dead ends you would you would go all the way to the end and you would find a boss and then you would be okay well now i'm at the end of this little area and it would usually have some kind of shortcut that you unlocked that got you back to the main path and you kind of just needed to find the next like offshoot path some some of those areas would be collectibles, but it would be obvious like which ones are yeah. collectibles because it wouldn't send you down a long bunch of rooms. I guess, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I guess like like how you're saying you sort of figured your way out around in Carrion without a map. Like yeah. like Blasphemous, you could have never done that. Yeah, and it, absolutely. And it had to have a map because yeah. because like you have okay, I can sort of cross this area off because I've see, I've hit every dead end or whatever that I could. And, uh, and yeah, like that's, it, it just, it felt a little weird to get around in that game. Cause like it was one sort of annoying to get around. Yeah. And that was, that was my main complaint with Blasphemous. I just didn't enjoy like the running and jumping. Yeah. Like something like Hollow Knight, which also people complained that same thing. They, they didn't know where to go and were lost at the time. I never had that like feeling with Hollow Knight because it was fun running and jumping and seeing the environments yeah. and stuff. So I just kind of think that's a thing that's inherent with this type of game and, you know, to each their own. Maybe I'm, maybe I. Well, I, th- I think that's good that Carrion, if, if like it had things in the environment that sort of like helped you around like that, that's interesting. Like uh, Control did that really well, too, because Control had a map, but that map fucking sucked. <laughs> yeah. So like you might as well not use it. And and so having like stuff in the environment made it feel but it was like more immersive and like you, yeah, and you yeah, learned exactly. it better. And like stuff. you naturally learned your way around because you're just paying attention to the clues that are in the environment. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And Carry On absolutely had that. And I, and I I think that game's awesome. I think everyone should play it. It's on Games Pass. Mm. I still bought it on Switch, but you can definitely nab it on Games Pass. And uh that was sick. Yeah. So what you got? What else you got? Well, we we missed something that has turned big, pretty in, big. We we missed something that has turned into a phenomenon. We didn't miss it. We just didn't talk. We, did, about we, it we didn't talk about episode. it. We forgot. We ran out of time. Uh, Fall Guys. Fall Guys is the like the hottest. The shit. new thing. Yeah. 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 I saw it was the most downloaded ever game on PS Plus. Yeah, and it also has sold an absurd amount of units on Steam as well. I, I just saw it today. It was seven million. That is crazy. For like this, good for them. For this game, yeah, good for them for sure. And uh, it's fun. Uh, yeah, I, I'm actually surprised it sold that much. Uh, because like, I I do really like the game. I've actually played it quite a bit. Um, at this point, I even bought it on Steam. Like we played it on PS Plus. It was free. And um, I have friends that don't have a PlayStation, so like I was like, yeah, this game's really solid. I got it for free. Of course, I'll pay you for it on Steam. Like, yeah. no problem. It's it's such a silly thing, and I don't. I like. I that's that that really is why I like it so much. 
is how silly it is. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily play well. It's not necessarily full of a ton of interesting games. Like, it has some really good ones, but then it has some really shitty ones. And it's, you know, it's messy. It's not it's not a skill-based game. It's definitely a ton of randomness. But that's good. Like, yeah, I think... I think it makes it better, really. Because yeah. anyone kind of has a chance, yeah. really. Mm-hmm. It's really smart. Like, like initially, I was like, uh, I kind of wish, you know, as a, as a professional gamer competitive... You know, I take it very seriously. I I always want to be good at things, usually, yeah, or at least somewhat yeah. proficient. I feel that I feel that from you, and yeah, I as mean, your that, friend, as your friend in conversation, I mean I that like that any, goes to anytime, any- anytime we broach the subject of maybe you're not good at this. It's like a little defensive. Yeah, it's like a yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it's not. It's not even that. It's like I need. I need. I need that to be interested in multiplayer, basically anything. Yeah. Like, yeah, it um, makes sense. Like even board games, like we've, you know, mm-hmm. you and I differ greatly on some board games. Like I, and I want com- competition in a lot of board yeah, games, yeah. regardless of how it's done. So like that, that was my initial thing with Fall Guys. I was like, okay, this is really funny. It's really silly. I love, I love the bullshit. I'm way in for the bullshit. But then like, Every once in a while, somebody will grab me, and the servers are weird, and it'll fuck me up, and I want to put my fist through a wall because <laughs> because it wasn't my fault, and that and that makes me so angry. <laughs> yeah, but it's like it's just a it's just a thing I got over relatively quick. Like sometimes mm-hmm. I'll still get pretty angry, but that's just the game, and yeah, and it's hilarious to watch these jelly bean people smack into each other and bounce all over the place. And it's really colorful and it's really upbeat and it's just like a feel good thing. And, I hate uh, the OST though. Yeah. I, I don't really know. Do. I don't know I why really you hate do. that so much. It's like really inoffensive. It's to me. uh, it's, th- it's not like the, the music that's a bad, it's just that the constant start stop of the music. That is what I don't like. So like you, yeah. you like load the main screen and it does like a drum roll, and then like you hit X and then it does another drum roll on the next screen, and then you load. It's like a five, ten second load screen and it's another. It's like the start of the race, yeah. and it's just like it's too uh, abrasive. I don't know. I think it's but really funny that it bothers you that much. <laughs> it, it, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what to say. But yeah, I. I have turned the the music down and put my own music on. Yeah, just on. don't listen it's, to it. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's no problem at all. Yeah, but uh, that's my only complaint of it, really. I mean, I I get the same frustrations that you have, where like I can't play it for that long. I haven't like sat down and played with friends though. Like I haven't I haven't chatted yeah, I with you guys and played it together. Yet. Nah, yeah, that's right. Nah, it's, it's mostly been like me and my wife just kind of trading the controller and and laughing yeah. at each other. Which and, I think that's not, a great thing. For that game, yeah, yeah, and I've I've had more fun like cheering for her, honestly, than probably than I have, yeah, playing for me because she fumbles around a little bit more, and it's it's funny when she does good, and it's yeah. funny when she does bad. So, it's what a cool thing, and yeah, and I it, I'm excited to see it grow. You know what I mean? Yeah. That success they can only well, I hope they take all of that and put it back into the game. Oh, I think and, they will. Like. uh Min Max did a really good interview with one of the designers and um, they, you know, even before before they had as much exposure and success that they got, they were they wanted it to be a long running thing. Like they want to support it for a while. They 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 didn't want to just release it and never really do anything to it. 
And uh, I think the day that we're recording this, they're they're announcing the next season or whatever already, like tomorrow, I believe. And I'm hoping, you know, I'm hoping there's just a more stuff, a good number of new games, because like there's, I think I think the most brilliant game in them are the races. the The races are the best. Uh, they're the most frantic. They're the most crazy. Yeah, it's like the online video game version of like MXC yeah. or Wipeout or any of those goofy shows yeah. on television. Like that shit is so good. Like it, it was good to watch and stuff like that. The TV shows, mm-hmm. and it's even more fun to play through because what is what is Mario other than just an obstacle course? And Mario yeah. is infinitely replayable and timeless. And so now doing it with. 60 players all at once it's really funny and like there's occasionally there's different paths and like people were finding you out might be honest you might be onto something with that mario though wait till nintendo drops their version of this game where it's like actual platform how amazing and yeah how amazing would that yeah. be because like so i had a glimpse of this potential with another game that i don't remember if i ever talked about on the show but ultimate chicken horse <laughs> yeah never heard of that that game is astonishing like and it's a small little indie game where it's it's four players and you build the map for for the other players to try and complete in real time so like a round will start you start on one side of the screen and you have to get to the other side of the screen a la super meat boy and at the very beginning you all get to pick from a little toolbox of all these weird platforming things like daint traps platforms all this other shit, and it, you are building the map every round, making it harder, easier, like, and and every time you have to all try and get through this bullshit, custom-made obstacle course to the end. And it's so smart. That game is so smart, and I feel like I never heard anything about it, and I wish more people played it. It's on, like, everything at this point. And you're totally right. There is a There is a market. For that, yeah, like there, yeah. there, there should totally There's potential. Yeah, like Fall Guys is like the reason the races and Fall Guys are good is because it's it's platforming the classic video game thing, yeah, on a huge scale, and it's just a silly looking game with weird physics things. Yeah, like that could go really far, and like not too many games have really tried it, and that would be awesome. Like that, yeah, like that's the. That's my biggest takeaway from Fall Guys is that it, it's like a really good proof of concept that um, hopefully they capitalize Do on. Do it right, yeah, like I, hopefully, hopefully they get to piggyback off of all their of success. the success. Because um, like all of their other games, nah, eh, you know, Blue Media Tonic. You're talking about no, no, all of the other games in Fall Guys. Um, oh yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't okay. like the team games. I understand why they're there. It's it's a it's a it's a bout of randomness for the game. That's fine. None of them are fun to play. Uh, one of them. One of them is good. The one where you push the ball down a lane with your team. I think that one is one of the better ones. I like the hungry hungry hippos with the eggs. I think that's oh, kind of fun. I hate it. I hate really? I, I hate that. <laughs> I hate that because it just sucks when your team sucks and it's like no fun. It's, kind of. It's not even that. I the the physicsy ball stuff in that game is is just bad. It's just really yeah. bad. Like the because everything is like because everybody is connecting together and it's like trying bouncing to, off each other. Yeah, it's like trying to um 
I'm assuming it's trying to make some sort of like average state across all the players. And so like whenever you get into the games where you have to hit a soccer ball or pick up the eggs or whatever, you get this weirdness. You get this weird delay or lag or whatever where it just feels bad. Like it, yeah. it just never feels good. It never feels like you have control over it. And like I the randomness in the game shouldn't come from controls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it should come from the fact that there's a ton of other people bouncing off of each other and stuff. Yeah. And and so like the the games where you have to like kick a ball and move a ball other than that one where you move a ball down the lane, it just doesn't feel good. It, and it's really it's it's like frustrating not because I'm probably going to lose. It's frustrating because you know, you want buttons to be responsive. Yeah. Like the yeah. most basic function you just want some sort of reaction when you do a thing. And like sometimes that reaction just straight up doesn't happen. And that drives you crazy. Yeah. So it like, makes sense. So like those, those games, I, I don't know what they can do. I like, I don't know if that's something that's even fixable just mm-hmm. with how the game is built and whatever. I have no idea. It could be something they could like tighten up the servers just so that's what it, like, I don't know when you, you know? see, when you see the thing, it's at the same place on your screen as it is on your player's screen. I feel like, and as another player's screen, I feel like that bad feeling probably comes from just two machines not communicating yeah. like precisely enough. Yeah, and like... I mean, that kind of thing even happens in Call of Duty. You duck behind I, I a wall and then you die. Now, because, and you're like, I was way behind the wall. Now, I was thinking Call of Duty. And the thing that's interesting with that is on your screen, but, you might think you got behind the wall, but... You know, on the other screen, at least, or on the other player's server, one of them was was right, okay? And, yeah. like, and, and so you either died or you did get around the corner. And it wasn't some weird discrepancy that, like, that you really had control over, I guess. Whereas, like, in Fall Guys, it's, I went to hit the ball, and the ball didn't do anything. <laughs> like, it just didn't move. <laughs> and it's because somebody else at some point that wasn't on my screen actually touched it. And I had no idea. So I made a decision based on something that wasn't accurate. And it's like, it's, 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 it's basically the same thing, but first I think it just feels different in fall. Yeah. It bothers you more. Yeah. Like it, I don't know. I don't know. There's just, there's just more instances of it. It's probably more noticeable, but this is like, yeah. And it's it's also small. Yeah. It's like, it's, everybody sees the same thing on one screen, you know, like, Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you're connected to probably 60 people in one little screen as opposed to Call of Duty. You're having connections with one other person who's shooting at you at that specific point yeah, in time. Yeah, probably. Too. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know crap about games, man. I just play them. Yeah. And, you know, like that's something that it's just it just is what it is. You know, I don't know if they're going to be able to do much about that. That's why I think they should focus on other games. Um like like the one final game, the hexagon one, I think that one is so smart. Like that that is such yeah. a cool idea. And like they're sort of they're sort of becoming a certain way to win that that game. <laughs> which um Josh actually figured out very quick, which uh I thought was funny because I just watched a YouTube video for it today and it has a ton Josh is- has a ton of views and like that's what you know, that's the strategy and stuff. Josh is the master gamer. He won- Josh had a really good start with that game. He won it a ton right when it yeah. came out. I've only won it once. It's pretty funny. Yeah. I don't have any wins yet, but I've probably played ten games total. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've played it. I've played it. I've played, I played a ton. 
Yeah. Uh, since buying it on PC, I mean, it's like it's like a great thing to fire up. I'm waiting for something yeah, to well, heat up. Yeah, waiting for somebody. I'm waiting yeah. for something to heat up, or I was waiting, you know, getting ready for the podcast. I'll play a couple rounds of this game, because, like, it's perfect. Does it perform better on PC it than it sure does on PC? It performs PS- better. Uh, does it? Yeah. That's interesting. Maybe I'll scoop it on Steam, I too. mean, it, it, like, so, it looks amazing, too. Like, that weird, that little flat color look is so pretty on the monitors that we have <laughs> and yeah. and running at like 144 frames and yeah. everything like and, and and running perfectly the only thing that would be weird is like server jank like that goes a really long way for things like this specifically like um there's not a ton of stuff happening on screen you're not going to get any kind of slowdown it's just yeah, going to yeah. it's just going to run like butter and uh, it looks awesome. Like, there's some little details in that game that are, like, really nice, actually. Yeah. Like, like the, the, the levels are made out of, like, stretched plastic over objects. And, like, yeah. you can see those little ripples in the plastic and stuff. It, it's, it's cool. It's, it actually, yeah, I think it looks awesome and runs awesome. That's sweet. Yeah. Yeah, Fall Guys is neat. I think it's you- going to be something I chip away at for a while. Do we want to uh, give a uh, official uh, review on it? No, not yet. You want to wait on that? I do want to wait. I want. I want to okay. see. I because it's a service game. Yeah, you yeah. Know, yeah. Like, see what they do. I with want it. to see what they do with it. Like they made a good splash, and I think you know a lot of it had to do with PlayStation Plus, and a lot of it had to do with the time that we live in right now, where not a whole lot's Absolutely. happening. And Absolutely. So like, they got a really great start. They're off to a super good start. Let's see if they keep it up. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. It's exciting, though. Yeah, definitely. I, it's what a weird thing. Yeah, like what a weird hot dog people. Yeah, it's just so goofy. And like, it's... Yeah, as soon as as soon as they showed that at, at I put I feel like it was last year's E3 is the first time I saw it. I don't even I remember. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh, that looks incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's a great idea. Having just played Mario Party again recently, like. I'm way on board still for dumb mini games. Silliness. Yeah. Shit. So fun. Yeah. So speaking of silliness, uh, I just completed Resident Evil 3 Nemesis. How silly, the silliest of games. Oh my. Have you uh do you know anything about that game? Other than Nemesis and um I've seen I watched uh Alex play a little bit of it in college. But not so, a, not a ton. It's kind of interesting because like both of us played Resident Evil Two, yeah, and really liked it, right? I mean, I it was on my game of the year list, and yeah. So I, what I liked about that game is kind of not existent, non-existent in in Resident Evil Three, which is weird. Really, I really liked in Resident Evil Two. I really liked the haunted house feel of the game, where you had this specific environment that you would be running around in, you would kill a zombie, the zombie would fall on the ground, you would go to the next room, get the thing, you would come back to that room, and then that zombie would maybe get back up again. Yeah. Or or the the uh, Mr. X would be in there, and you'd have to turn and run. And so it was like this, it created this, uh, this little sandbox that you had to run around and solve puzzles in. Mm-hmm. And the, the combat was pretty limited, and what there was com- what the combat they did have 
it used uh, Resident Evil 4 controls, so it felt good. Mm-hmm. And it just was a tight experience. Uh, the atmosphere was superb. It was like it gave me jump scares multiple times throughout the game, and it was just really well crafted, mm-hmm. right? So I don't get that feel any of those feelings from Resident Evil Three at all. Hmm. And just like curiosity, kind of got the best of me, and I I looked into it, and I guess that back when they made Resident Evil Three originally. They had reused assets from two to make a more action focused mm. experience, and that's exactly what this is as the remake too uh you don't you don't have that that tight haunted house environment now, yeah, the game opens and you're in raccoon City, so you're on the streets, and there's way more zombies and way more ambo just right off the bat hmm. So it's and like so, Resident Evil Five. <laughs> yeah, kind of. And yeah. it, it that was kind of the feeling that I got when I was playing it. It was that, you know, everyone kind of gives Resident Evil Four slash Five the credit for taking the game to the action, taking the game into the action survivor type yeah. of thing. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? They definitely. I mean, I I don't I didn't play the original three, so maybe it was more survival focused I mean, than, it, than it, this one. It had the fixed camera stuff too in the original one, and like that makes a huge difference. Yeah, yeah. But even like with Nemesis, you are sprinting from that dude for your life, yeah. for your life, like the whole game. He is a by the end of the game, you're you are just exhausted from. Constant encounters with him. Yeah. And it didn't really work like Mr. X did where he kind of just roams this pl- this environment. Mm-hmm. It was more scripted sequences that you had to run for your life in. Mm. So there are different kinds of tents. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was stressed out playing Resident Evil 3, dude. <laughs> like that game, the opening segment of that game has you... Uh, in this switchyard with this giant bug's nest, and it was the grossest, most terrifying <laughs> game section I've ever played in my life. I'm I was just I did not like it one bit. And you throw Mister X or not Mister X, you throw Nemesis on top of that. He comes in right after that. Like you don't even have time really to do puzzle solving because you're just constantly running for your life. I think that sounds interesting. Do you? Yeah, well, because I don't think the puzzle stuff was, like, good. (laughs) Well, so I would say I preferred Resident Evil 2. Okay. But I'm I'm not saying all this as a a detraction from Resident Evil 3. Like, I I like that about it, that it's a different experience. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, it it was jarring because it wasn't anything that I expected. Yeah. And... It it does. It pushes you from one segment to the next incredibly fast. Mm. And uh, the game's not very long. I think my playtime was like five hours. Yeah. They don't they don't count menuing or pressing start or any of that stuff in your play. So you pull up the mat, map, it stops your playtime. So I probably spent a little longer than that. But this was essentially Resident Evil 4 with Mr. X and you know, the RE engine, which is incredible. Yeah. (laughs) 
So that game was awesome. And I am still, I said this about Resident Evil 2, I'm still looking forward to more and more Resident Evil. I can't wait for them to make four games. To remake four. <laughs> yeah, to remake four. I, I, I was really happy with seven and I'm excited for eight. Mm. You know, we just got footage for that. And just what an awesome franchise. I'm going to buy some merch. You know what I'm saying? I'm, tr- oh. I'm ready to watch the movies. I want to buy some merch. And I would definitely golf clap that game too, by the way. Okay. So, I'm yeah, waiting. It'll... I'm waiting for a sale on that one, kind of like I did for two. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm interested in it. And uh, I, I, the, the, it came out, like, and it got such lukewarm reviews so... and, like, reception. But I think it's because it wasn't two. Yeah. And yeah. I'm interested in it not being two. So like, I I think that I mean it, it got lukewarm reception, but it no one said no one had anything. I don't to think anybody said it, it was like bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think they were aware that it it's a smaller package thing. Like two, they had the whole playthrough twice. You get different sides of story, which was kind of overselling it. I, I didn't, think I, I didn't even do that. Yeah, yeah, it, it it wasn't that great. But they added scenarios that you could run through. That's right. I did like two seconds of one of those. I forgot about that. So, but as a package, I think two is more worth your money. Hmm. Whereas three, I feel like they knew it was short. They didn't require the multiple playthroughs and then they bundled it with their Resident Evil multiplayer <laughs> thing where you can kind of That's right. be the, it's it's uh, Cabin in the Woods, but Resident Evil, where you can kind of control the horror for other multiplayers, which is an interesting concept, but I don't, think it was received too well i don't have a lot of interest in that forgot it even existed yeah yeah so you know five or six hours unless you're the kind of person that's gonna try and uh maximize your efficiency in multiple playthroughs uh which this game probably offers some some unique stuff because once you finish you get new weapons and upgrades and stuff that's how they've worked forever yeah so yeah so i think that game was cool it was gross (laughs) I played it right after Carry On, which I'm I'm like, man, I need to take a break from these tentacle games. I'm just yeah getting overwhelmed by slimy yeah appendages. So <laughs> some people ex- like that. Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> I'm excited to uh, I'm excited for you to play it and uh, see what you think. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll try and get to it because that came out this year, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. I I think I paid thirty bucks for it. I got it on the. PlayStation summer sale. So yeah, I didn't. I didn't buy it at full price either. Yeah, it's and been I, it's been on sale already because I'll get it on Steam. Yeah, yeah. They definitely give you like a ton of weapons, like right off the bat. Mm-hmm. You can you're just unloading on zombies. One of the things that I do want to, I'll, I'll give one negative uh, toward it is there's not a lot of puzzle like they had in Resident Evil 2. Mm-hmm. But because you're doing so much shooting, you're constantly getting ammo and health. And I don't think Resident Evil's inventory management system is good for that kind of game. Mm. Because, like, for example, I'll have... You, you only get, like, three, in, four or five inventory slots to start the game before you find those little hit packs or whatever to increase your ammo slots. Mm-hmm. Or your inventory slots. Sorry, inventory, inventory. Inventory. <laughs> so, like, if I have a full inventory and I go and I find ammo, 
I can't combine that ammo with ammo that's already in my pouch. I just can't pick it up. Ugh. Because my inventory's inventory's full. You know uh, what I'm saying? You can't wait, it doesn't like max out what's in your inventory? Like the stack? So the Resident Evil always has you combining things, right? Yeah. Like you combine if you have two boxes of shotgun shells, you can combine the boxes of shotgun shells and it'll make your instead of two boxes of twelve, you'll then have twenty four. Yeah. So for if I had no slots open and I go find a new box of shotgun shells, I can't just combine that box with the box that I already have because I don't have an open slot to put it in my inventory. Oof. And the the pickup option doesn't allow me to combine it. Ugh. So I like ran into cases multiple times where I was just like, well, shoot. Yeah, that sucks. And and then sometimes you need items, like you need a lockpick to get into certain things, and you your knife takes up a stinking inventory <laughs> slot for some reason. So it's just some stuff. It's like, man, I got two slots open, and I, I can't pick up this health, which which wouldn't be a problem if it didn't have you mowing down enemies and constantly cycling through health and ammo. Do you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yep. The other thing is, is with the focus on action and you constantly sprinting from Nemesis, and I think it sh- it shows the jank of of like the Resident Evil just gameplay format yeah. a little more because you know the zombies are stumbling. You don't you have you do have a dodge in this one actually, which you can time and it gives you like a little counter that you can do. So it kind of oh. adds that it's That's nice, cool. but just like. When Nemesis takes a swipe at you and hits you, you kind of fall down, and then your animation of getting back up is really slow, so he can just hit you right again, and then it's just kind of, it still feels kind of old. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And and I didn't have that much problem with it, with 2, because it wasn't putting me in combat encounters that much. So I, I just noticed it more, I think, with 3. Mm. Um, but I'm, I'm curious to see if... if you know, you have that experience or yeah. I, I didn't see that like when I was reading about what people thought about this game, I didn't see that opinion a lot. So it could be just my experience with the game. Yeah. Not real sure. I wonder why the the attache case from Resident Evil Four that was Is it that was genius? Awesome. Yeah. I wonder Has why it, that was never ever used ever again. Yeah, like, I don't know. What the fuck? Because it doesn't make sense. I, I it have doesn't. No idea. It doesn't make sense. But it was a fun little game in itself. Like, yeah. Like, who cares if it does? You're. It's fucking zombies. Who cares yeah. if it doesn't make sense? Yeah, I agree. Like, what the hell? It's really bad. You play as uh, Jill Valentine. Yeah. And actually, I think she was a pretty cool character in Resident Evil Three. They made her pretty badass. But she has no. She she literally starts the game with four slots, and you have yeah. a knife and a pistol, and that takes up two. And then you get the lock pick. You don't want to put the lock pick in your storage box because that gives you more health Ugh. and ammo when you run across. It's just it's not a good part of the game. Yeah, you know I, I, mean? I didn't like that. That was sort of I don't. It wasn't a problem in the remake of two, but it just it, wasn't fun. It's the anxiety of like. Oh, I left it in my storage box. Gotta go back to a safe room. It's like the it's like why they got rid of ink ribbon bullshit. Like fuck all that. Like we're we don't need that. You know, like so, it's it's just 
dumb. I feel like it has a place more in two because you're going back and forth in the mansion. And there's anyways. a bunch of different rooms. It's it's manageable. Yeah, like yeah. it wasn't a problem. I just don't for, know that it's necessary. <laughs> for, really. For this for three, the game is much more linear. Yeah. So it just I don't know. The inventory management just doesn't marry with that type of gameplay, I think, as well. Yeah. And, and you know, that could totally be just my experience with it, but, you know, that's that's just what I yeah. what I think. So, but still awesome game, and it looks gorgeous. I can't believe how well they uh, animate certain things and how cool they make. The, the environments are so detailed in that game. It's it's really pretty awesome. Yeah. Like, they, they do did spend so much time just putting detail into everything. Yeah. And it's pretty fun going back to uh, some of the environments from 2. And since you spent so much time back and forth in those environments, like I really knew my way around. And it was kind of a whole nostalgia trip huh. in itself, just kind of doing that. I didn't know that it did that. That's yeah, the, I guess when they made the original 3, they just reused a bunch of yeah. what 2 was and kind of put new things in it. I want to say there might be a book written about that. About three, I can't remember. I know, I know, I, I know. When three came out, I heard, I heard a pretty long, detailed story about that game's development. That was, pretty, yeah, that was pretty interesting. Yeah, I can't recall. It, it might be one of those boss fight books. Like, there's, a, there's a really cool series of video game books. Um, the pub, I think the publisher is Boss Fight Books. You would probably be interested in this. I don't know if you and I have ever talked about this. No, nah. it's just, it's, it's. Somebody picks a game and writes a story about like its development or how it impacted them or something. And I've read two of them. I've read one of them, one of them on Spelunky. The Spelunky one is incredible. Yeah, and uh, because it's written by Derek Yu, the the maker, and um, it's so smart. It's why I appreciate the game even more than I would have appreciated it. Are you excited for Spelunky too? Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, I I want to say there's maybe. There's I there either is one on Resident Evil three or there is one coming out soon that sounds familiar. I might be yeah I might be mixing that up, but yeah they're neat. There's a bunch of them that I want to read. I just haven't got around to them. There's like twenty of them or something at this point. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I have one on Shadow of the Colossus. It's 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 pretty good. Um, it's like romanticizing How? playing through the game. Yeah, yeah. Are they long? I, I no, they're did short. That with- kind of did that with dark souls the original dark souls they had like some I, kind of i uh, can't believe there isn't a dark souls one but that what you read is basically what these are yeah and, and it really did make me enjoy the game more just playing through it i yeah I thought that was pretty neat yeah i have one in my i have one in my phone that i wanted to look out for that i know for sure is coming out but I, like there's i think i think there's a metal gear one where was that I didn't need to do this right now. Oh, there's one on Knights of the Old Republic. That's what I want. I want to read that one. Ah, uh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, so to sum that up, I would say 2 gave me just creepy vibes and haunt, like uh, jump scares. Yeah. And 3 was just running for my life, pure terror the whole time. <laughs> Which, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. And I, I don't know that a lot of games have really done that for me. Like, I... uh. What's a McCall had a, had some good sequences. Evil Within had some good sequences where you're just running from yeah, that's true pyramid head and stuff like that. But when when you die in one hit, sometimes the frustration of those exactly I think can can outdo the terror a little bit, and then it's not as fun. Did you die a lot in three and have to redo a lot of those sections? Because that that would take away from 
So interestingly, three on the standard difficulty checkpoints, a lot of those sequences where they're scripted uh, encounters with Nemesis. Yeah. I would, I save a ridiculous amount so that I don't have to play any more than I, like I would literally, if I change something in in my inventory, I would save again. Yeah. And that's just kind of how I play, like played the game. But in for boss fights or for some of the more just annoying portions of the game, I think they know that it's like that. And on standard difficulty, they they did a pretty good job of just checkpointing you right there. That's good. Two two even yeah. did that actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that that's good. So, yeah, cool. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, I uh, got a new Souls like. Oh yeah, are you? Did you finish it? Not yet. No. Do you think you're close to the end? Probably. I, I don't know. So let No way of knowing because it's so obtuse. Yeah. Uh Mortal Shell is a new almost egregious souls like compared to like Surge or Neo. I mean, it's just straight up dark medieval fantasy. <laughs> yeah. Um but it's but it's from an indie indie developer, which is really cool because it's, you know, it's a full fully fledged 3D Dark Souls game. Uh, yeah. for the most part. And you know, they did their own unique twists that are really interesting. And uh I'm enjoying it. I I'm enjoying it a lot more than I thought I would actually. I was going into it like, you know, pretty ex- skeptical pretty low expectations. Yeah, even even though I liked the beta, you know, I I I was a little hesitant because like you can you could even when I played that, I could sort of see the shortcomings of the game pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. And uh you know that is basically that 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 beta was not too long ago, and then the game came out a lot sooner than I thought it was going to, and mm-hmm. uh, it, so there wasn't any time really between there that they were going to make any significant changes. But um, but it's it's cool. I mean, it's it does the light and heavy attack stuff, uh, but it's not as deep as Dark Souls. You're not you're not putting points into stats. You're not finding weapons everywhere you're not finding armor everywhere it's it's very slimmed down into a pretty tight experience um as far as i can tell i'm probably kind of close to the end as, yeah i mean i have no other indication of what's going to come after the last thing that i'm doing maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe one more area but but it's kind of cool because the game sort of telegraphs that to you you are you are some weird creature or something that can possess dead bodies and that's the shell thing you are you are taking over recently not even recently like long deceased adventurers sprinkled around the area and they're they're like classes there's you know there's a there's a warrior mm-hmm. class there's a rogue class there's like a magician kind of guy um and that's how the game does the variation like you have different stats, you have different abilities, uh, dodging abilities, etc. And then there's only four weapons. Well, five. There's like five weapons. <laughs> and all of these things, the shells and the weapons, you basically get directed to them um, by... There's like a little hub area, sort of like Firelink Shrine in the first Dark Souls, where you, you, can, you can gain a glimpse of... If you take this very generalized path that is actually still very hard to find, if you take this path, you'll find this shell. 
if you take this path, you'll find this weapon. And there's four weapons, and and you start the game with a shell, so then there's three other shells. And so I think that's kind of cool because, again, it's from a small team. And, like, they don't, they didn't need to make this big, obtuse, dense, crazy game where you have no idea where to go. And so it doesn't waste your time, so really. So it doesn't waste your time, yeah. And, like, and, and so, like, Dark Souls benefits from that free exploration because it's a it's a deep rpg so like yeah even if you go the wrong way you might find something you missed before or you're leveling up along the way or whatever where in this in this game just the adventure the pure adventure of it yeah in this game you don't really need to do that because there's nothing like there's you can upgrade your weapons um but you kind of find a lot of those items along the way and like the way that it's the way that it cycles you around this hub world, like you eventually come back and you can spend your currency as long as you didn't fuck up totally and stuff. Because it is a Dark Souls game, you can lose all of your currency and whatever. Yeah, yeah. But um, corpse runs. Yeah, but and, and it does a really cool thing with the corpse runs actually. But um, but so like it's it's that slim down experience with the same kind of combat for the most part that that originally I thought felt kind of I, I don't want to say bad, but like. It was more stiff than old mm-hmm. Dark Souls, which is like, you know, we live in a post Dark Souls three Sekiro era. Like, it, yeah, yeah. it would be crazy if you were making a game that didn't feel up to snuff if you were going for that. And but but now that I've played it a lot, like I get it. Like I I understand the rhythm of your attacks. Like there's there's quite a bit of variation in how you attack, even with only four weapons. Like you can you can vary the light and heavy attack. A lot differently than Dark Souls. Like, like if you follow a heavy up with the first light attack, it's a different animation as opposed mm-hmm. to the second light attack, which I think is that's awesome. That's a really nice attention to detail that yeah. that Dark Souls actually never really dealt with. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, may, maybe a weapon Actual or two. combos. Yeah, like yeah. May, maybe a weapon or two would do something a little different. And like Bloodborne did the trick weapon stuff and whatever, but. But yeah, like they so they put a lot of thought into it, which is great. Um as far as like the enemy design, they're not that interesting. <laughs> yeah. So like you can have fun yourself messing with the combat, but as far as the things that you're fighting, they're not, you know, pretty standard fantasy yeah, or yeah. Uh, and there and there's not many of them, you know, like they yeah. repeat pretty fast and whatever. Yeah, yeah. But again, it's a small game and the areas are relatively small, so like it's fine. The the thing with the the shell or whatever, whatever you are. I don't even know what you are. The, the one character calls you a foundling. You, instead of blocking, you can harden. And when you harden, you can do the harden ability whenever you want. Mid swing, dodging, standing still, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can harden and it'll bounce the enemy's attack off you and save you for like one hit. I can harden whenever I want. I to. get so hard. I'm raging, <laughs> raging hard when I'm playing that game. This is where if I had my MIDI controllers hooked up, I would cue some some boing. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> some crazy noises. Yeah, it it's a really cool thing gameplay wise though. Like yeah, like yeah. it's it's really neat to be able to like in Dark Souls you would cancel your animation with a roll, and in this game you can dodge if you want, but you actually want to be really aggressive. You want to be in their face and you get benefits from hardening and getting hit while you're hard. And like, come and and when you, when, when you are hard, 
you it's so funny just saying this over and over i know it sounds good yeah whenever whenever you take a hit you like explode and it pushes them back a bit and there's like items based around that happening mechanic yeah Yeah. and so like you get benefits from it and and it's really cool it's really cool to just run up to an enemy do a risky attack you didn't time it right well fuck you i'm just gonna put on my mortal stone shield shield thing and my mortal skin yeah my diamond skin it's 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 cool that's a really cool idea and i actually expected them to go further with it but they don't at all and that's like really disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I totally thought there were gonna be like riffs on the on the hardening thing or like different ways you could go with it or like a different ability maybe or something. But that's it. That's what it is. That's all it does, and that's it. <laughs> but um and so like we were talking about parries and stuff earlier, and the game is not I don't want to say all about parrying, but it is a huge part of the game. And, like, the reason you have to be aggressive is because you're building a meter that allows you to parry and do these special um, follow-up moves after parrying. And there's a couple different versions of those. Riposte is what I believe. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, whenever you do that, you can do a different ability. Like, that's just inherent that you unlock as the game goes. Or the shells have different abilities based on it. So there, there is depth. Like, they... They managed to put in a lot of depth without it being overwhelming, without it being a traditional role-playing game. Yeah, like, it sounds it sounds like a cool uh, just swerve of the traditional Dark Souls animation-based yeah. combat. Like they made it's, a lot of smart mi- minor decisions that like go yeah, a long yeah. way in making it unique, and that and that's awesome. It's, it's a neat way to play with the formula. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the only How are the boss fights tough not necessarily that interesting which uh yeah, which yeah. is sort of a bummer because like dark souls has plenty of throwaway nothing bosses yeah but yeah. every once in a while there's those ones that are just amazing and Your daddy and like and not even not even just challenging but just yeah. so cool yeah, that like, you remember it. It sticks out. Yeah, like there's a ton of them in three that are amazing. And like, so I've yet to have that kind of experience because there aren't that many, you know, it's a small game. There's yeah, not yeah. that many bosses. So like I had one, I, I've been streaming this whole thing on twitch.tv slash lost in a contraption. The whole, I'll, I'll have the whole thing available at some point. There was one that gave me a lot of trouble yesterday. Yesterday? Did you get mad the other at day. it? I, I I actually wasn't getting mad. I was getting I was getting irritated because um the game does some really weird shit that I think was it was it was a smart idea on paper, but Did you say next But the well? way that they implemented it was just it's just not good. And you mean like all of Final Fantasy Seven? A lot of things in Final <laughs> Fantasy Seven. Um like the the thing one of the unique things that Mortal Shell does is items and not knowing what they do until you yeah. use them yeah no no that should have never made it into the game <laughs> that, you don't like that no i do not like that at all initially i was like oh okay this is interesting okay like because there's a lot of items in dark souls you actually never end up using even though you know what they do so like this forces you to engage with that system and like experiment yeah. and whatever 
Um, but in 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 the reality, it actually kind of screws you, or or at least it has screwed me a couple times. Where like, you can't just switch your weapons on the fly. You have to do it in certain areas. And yeah. there's a wet there's an item that automatically summons a specific weapon, and then you just have that weapon. And if you didn't want that weapon, and you don't have the other item that can summon the the weapon that you were you wanted to use, you're kind of screwed. <laughs> Yeah. So like I was fighting this boss with the huge long sword that I fell in love with and I was like, "Okay, I'm trying to figure out things. How am I going to beat this guy? I can't figure out a strategy, whatever." I didn't know what this one item did. Oh, it turns out it swaps to a weapon that I don't have as leveled up. It's not as strong. I don't want to use it. I'm not used to it right now, and I had to fight him with that weapon. <laughs> and it was like, "Fuck." Like you so you kind of like shot one- yourself. The game like kind of shot itself in the foot. Was it one wasted boss attempt, or was it like more backtracking that you had to to do and all this stuff? I could have backtracked if I wanted. I'm not going to do that. That's I shouldn't. I shouldn't have to do that. Like I'm glad you can, obviously, but I really didn't want to do that. So I just beat the boss with that weapon. So you had to like tough it out and learn the fight with that weapon. Is what you're saying, basically. And and I had that kind of stakes. I had learned the fight. Like I knew his moves. I knew what to do. I was just doing less damage. So like I had to survive longer. And so like healing in this game is actually incredibly difficult. You you don't get hardly any healing items. You only have one. You only have one chance. Um, kind of like Sekiro. When you die, you can come back to life. Yeah, yeah. You basically do that in this game. Um, only you you can only do it one time per run and so like healing is so critical having health in this game is so critical that it like again sort of shoots itself in the foot a little bit i wouldn't even necessarily say it was designed well around that like i could totally see somebody running out of healing items in this game and just saying i'm never fucking playing this again because <laughs> <Yeah>. like because <laughs> like it's just it i think i think it's more punishing than dark souls in that respect, yeah, yeah. like like Dark Souls added in the Estus Flask after Demon Souls, and the rest was history. We should have, we should never do anything else. Like that is how that is how this genre should work for the most part. You don't mean you don't like the blood files from Bloodborne? I hate them. I hate them. <laughs> I now, know you do. Now I know. I know you do. And and that's sort of this only extremely limited extremely more limited so like do you think do you think it's like bloodborne where no because you can't increase your stats i was gonna say do you think there's a stat you can increase that would increase drops and therefore you don't have nope but no they do they do they do some interesting things with the drops where like like you heal yourself primarily with um with mushrooms and mushrooms grow so like that's how i heal myself too yeah they uh they grow around the map and like you can see a little timer when they're gonna show up again, so it's not an it's not a limited resource. Um, it's just it's just weird it, and it's frustrating. Like because I've died so many times in that game because I can't of the heal. of the systems not being yeah and like yeah. so like in a way it it forces you to be really good at the game kind of like Sekiro forces you to parry otherwise you're never going to make it through the game yeah like yeah. like i get it i get what they were going for but it's just you know it's such a small doesn't thing doesn't always equal the best experience yeah it's such a small thing like do you really want people to get so frustrated at it like wouldn't you rather they enjoy your game sort of enjoy and see the things that you have to show like yeah yeah like it there there's a balance there that they didn't necessarily strike well yeah yeah so but it, it adds a wrinkle to corpse runs with bosses where your your corpse 
is you, you leave like a statue. And when you touch that statue, you're instantly healed. So like it creates this kind of interesting thing where that sounds similar to uh, the way uh, Fallen Order did it a little bit, where the yeah, enemy yes, that yes, you yes, yes, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, like because that would heal you also, and 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 limited the healing in Fallen Order was actually weirdly limited. It, so like it leaves it okay. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna touch my statue until I need it. And that's gonna that's gonna be like a full heal heal instantly. Yeah. That like I can like leave in the battlefield for now and get it yeah, later. Yeah, that's kind of neat. Yeah, like that that part's really neat. Um. Mm-hmm. So speaking of corpse runs, back to the first game we talked about, I liked Blasphemous how you could go to those guild statues and pay for your yeah for your corpse Le- run to go away. <laughs> Die- dying was a sin, and leaving and leaving your your ghost around the map, littered around the map, was a sin, and the game punished you for it, which was pretty good. Yeah. 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 So uh, Mortal Shell's cool. Mortal Shell. Yeah. It's definitely You've- cool. It's definitely a good game. And I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it through and seeing what happens. I, it's a really weird world. Um, I think because it's so short, I'm I know nothing. You know, I I know Does it have I know cutscenes li- or anything like that. Nope, nope, nope. It has so basically even nothing. when bosses come, it's just like the bosses just show. It's up like a really they... quick. It's like a really quick. Like oh, they jump down from the ceiling and that's it. Or yeah, something. yeah. You know, it's it's really basic, and you know, there's very little exposition. All the voice acting is good, and like mm-hmm. there, there's a really co- the game has really cool sound effects and stuff. Like, so like it's, I I hope it does okay because again, just like the Blasphemous team, I really want to see what these people yeah. do next because yeah. it is very impressive. It's it's very impressive for us. I don't know if this is true, but I saw. Team. Yeah, I saw there was like fourteen guys that made that I fi- game. I so. figured it was small, like yeah, like yeah, it's it's extremely impressive. So, I know you like your Souls games, man. You just, that's all you've been playing all year. I feel like kind of Fallen Order, and yeah, and, I guess and, you have Neo played. Two. Technically, I, yeah. I, have, I haven't gone back to that yet, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's good. I it's just really I really do like feeling proficient at something like that. Yeah. Um it it's rewarding. It's rewarding to get to a point where you are just steamrolling over enemies. Like that yeah, like yeah. The, like like Metroid games, you you learn and take ownership of that world and it's just so fun. Like, oh, I'm back through here. I don't give a shit about any I'm just gonna wipe you out in one hit and with my it's, giant sword yeah, I'm, it's and going my to hard be, body. Yeah, it's going to be nothing. I'm just going to smack you down. You are worthless scum to me. And it's it's really fun. That's cool. That's neat. I, I wanted to say one other thing, but I can't remember what it is. So, Do you know uh, what you're going to take a look at next? I think I'm going to I think I'm going to start the next Yakuza. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I need a totally. Which one, which one are you on? You need some fun. Uh, yeah, something yes. totally different. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Kiwami, which is the remake of the first one, in the engine that Zero was made in. So, okay. So it's technically the first Yakuza. It's just wow. an updated version of it. Yeah. Confusing a little bit. It is confusing. I they they have only done it with the first and second game also. Three, four, and five, I think, are available on PS4 now. Yeah, but they're just like the they're just like the old games. They're not in the new engine or anything. 
I don't know if they're going to do anything like that. I hope they do. <laughs> that would be. You nice. think you plan on playing all of them? I kind of want to. I mean, I I'm really interested in like I liked Zero's story a lot. Yeah, I, like yeah. I like that's why I want to play the next one is because I really like the characters and I really like I really like the premise. That, you play that this year or last year? I can't remember. That was technically this year. I think. I think it so was. So you're already diving back in that universe. It's it, pretty. Uh, I think it was this year. It was this year. Yeah, it was for sure this year. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, you must like it to be, but jumping back in. Yeah, I mean they're not. I think Zero is like a thirty-some hour game. I mean they're not short, but um. That's the average. But length it's but it's games yeah. This generation, it's not insurmountable. Yeah, it doesn't feel overwhelming <clears throat> or anything. Um, yeah. I mean, I'll play other stuff at the same time too, so it's not a huge deal. Yeah, so I I got a couple more things. I'll uh, I can wrap them up. I don't need to spend too long. Um, I started Final Fantasy VII. Remake. I'm on chapter yeah the remake to be clear. I'm on chapter seven of that. Uh, Nick did a whole episode with Mike from work, so I'm not going to bend your ear on what I think about it too much, other than to say I don't think I like that game very much. I didn't. Kind of. I didn't think it kind of bu- bums like me out, dude. Yeah, it I bummed th- me out. Be, I think the game is awesome. Yeah, like, I do too. It is awesome, but the systems of it are bad. Are just I don't it, I I don't like them. I'll say yeah, and. And I feel like the game wastes my time a lot. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of not... I mean, it's fine, but it, it makes me... Like, I can't play it for extended sessions because mm. I, I just get bored mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it sucks because I think the presentation of it and the story of it are awesome. They're awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, I bumped it to easy, like, real early in the game, I, and it's kind of nothing that's a now. Great, that's a great decision, though. <laughs> And it hurts, like, it hurts my enjoyment of the game because I don't have to engage with any of it other than, like, mash square, mash square, mash square, X ability, switch, like, it just doesn't feel good. It is is extremely easy, yeah. But, like, when I was playing on the normal difficulty, I died a couple times just because the way item use works and having to build a meter to use your items and like I would be fighting and then oh wait I gotta heal so now I had to turn around and run away from the enemies to build my ATB to use the item yep, and then if the you stand item, still it doesn't build it's just I don't which know which is what your it's NPC a- players are doing when you're not controlling them and it's fucking stupid I I haven't had as much of a problem like with that I feel like oh, they're really? they've Sometimes, I mean, maybe maybe that happens a lot, but sometimes they're kind of off doing nothing. But a lot of times I'll switch to them and they'll be right there. They might not be attacking, but I can switch and at least, like, it can do a little combo because at least they're right there with me. Uh, Hmm. So I can, like, do an attack, do an ability switch, do a couple attacks, ability switch. Like, it feels like I'm building combos a little bit. Oh, yeah. If, if, which is kind of neat. Our, our biggest problem was that it never felt like they were building ATB. Yeah. So, like, you would switch to them, and it would be like, what the fuck were you doing this whole time? Like, yeah. Like, you have one bar, and, like, what the fuck? You know, like, it's... It, uh, it makes me so it angry. Just, it, it just <laughs> feels like It's so like disappointing. They, it feels like they wanted to have active combat, and they wanted all the all the systems that they had in turn based. Yeah, and then instead of like coming up with a system to to marry those together, they just put them both as is in the game. Right. 
I, and and I, ha- um, I have, no- it's information overload. I don't know how to dodge. I don't know how to block. I'm just getting hit from all angles because it's crap flying all over the screen. Like too much hit sparks and stuff all over the screen is one of my pet peeves as a gamer. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I never, I never, I never thought that I couldn't tell what was going on, I guess. But. I never liked that, but I don't know. It's, it's a cool game. I'll definitely finish it, but I wish I liked it more. Yeah. I wish it wasn't as much of a chore for me to play as it is. It's why I powered through it, because if I didn't, I would have never probably finished never it. Never finished it, yeah. yeah. How many chapters are there? <laughs> like 15 or something. So I'm halfway at least, you'd say? Mm, seven? Uh, Chapter seven? I don't know if it actually works out that way. I'm at the second Mako reactor. Uh, I've just... I've just, like... M- fought my way through the underplate and so I honestly can't don't know what I'm talking really. about. No, I no, I know what you're talking about. I mean I remember. I played the original game too. Um yeah. I just can't really give you a good estimate because the play time of that game seems to vary pretty wildly. Like my total time was like thirty thirty some hours, I think. I did most of the side stuff too. Uh yeah, I don't think I'm gonna do you don't that. Need I don't to. know if I can you don't need to just keep moving. <laughs> Um, yeah. The the thing the thing is too. I think um I think a lot of that game, a lot of the drawing out of it is fan service. And yeah. if you didn't play it, like like I, this is a perspective I wanted. Like Josh was the total opposite. He didn't play it either, but he loved it. And like you didn't you didn't play the original game to completion, right? Like you don't have no. nostalgia for no. it. So like no. so like all of that stuff that they're spending a ton of time on and maybe padding out doesn't mean anything to you and yeah. so like as as a game it just feels worthless is and, and i can see that like there were things that i loved but there were also things where i was like why are you fucking doing this like why are we doing this and it's because they should have never made this game they should have never started this initiative because they put way too much money into it and they made it an episodic and they're just trying to recoup and so they needed to pad it out with shit and it's just so it's so hard not to be cynical about it, and that it's, yeah. it's frustrating as hell. And like, I, uh, I like the character interactions between the two. Like, absolutely. I would be willing. I would be willing to spend more time to see that stuff. Yeah, I think the romance is some of the best realized, like, video game romance I've I've seen in a game. Yeah, it's I, good. I, I feel the the sexual tension in the in between the characters. It's so more horny. Than it's the horniest game. It. It is so horny. Yeah. I, I was like, I'm glad you say that because I thought it was me. No, like, it's just, supposed. To, it's supposed to be. It's pretty funny. Like it. Like but, it was really hard to convey that stuff in the original game. Oh yeah, that's a and and playing through this and thinking about what that original game was, it's it's baffling to me that the game has the audience that it does because I don't know how you could portray like a lot of this stuff that happens that's happening in the game. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And. So that's kind of neat to think about. I just like I don't I don't I don't think the level design is conducive to to playing in a sequential order. Like I'm always getting lost <laughs> because it's convoluted and then I have to do 10 ladders and I and I have to go through like these little loading th- screens you mean? Well, is it a loading screen? Yeah. Like I I Yes. I feel like I don't know. I can see the other side of the level, and then I like it's the thing that I'm doing slow is me walking across a tiny little pathway. So it's it, it's the game catching up to you. 
Okay. Because you know, like the like the games games work based on the camera around the character for the most well, part. Well, I, I understand so that. So that that's just... that's what they are. They're masking a lot of loading. Yeah. Yeah. Like you go you go to hit a ele- button on an elevator and you just hold his hand up to the elevator for like five seconds. Yes. Like in, there's no there's no animation of why it's taking so long yep. or. It just feels like it just it, it builds on itself. Those those little moments like that kind of build on themselves. Tim Rogers the Tim where... Rogers' video, uh, shout out, action button, his channel, his video on this game is incredible. It's it's incredible. He breaks down sh- all the time. Yeah, I'm sure he probably covers he, all he that. He breaks stuff. down all the time spent on ladders. It's it's hilarious. You spend so much time not playing that game. <laughs> yeah. It's it's amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, so highly you, recommend you, watching like, that on YouTube. When you add that with the, me not being completely thrilled with the way the game plays, it just kind of is a slog for me a little bit. Yeah. Which stinks because I think it's really neat and I want it to be successful and I'm invested in what's happening. It's just yeah. meh. You know? Yep. I mean, like, I'm, I would call myself a fan of 7. I'm not a rabid fan that was craving the remake, especially because I'm a glass, you know, half empty person. I, I absolutely, I had a feeling it was going to be disappointing and yes, yes, it was disappointing. And you know, like I'm just now morbidly curious about the future of this. I feel like square Enix is it Enix or Enix. I like Enix better than Enix, but whatever you want to pronounce it. Huh? You like Enix? I think it's Enix. Like officially, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Square Enix—they're on a very, a string of very hard misses. Oh yeah. I guess I guess I didn't hear a lot of complaints about Seven, so maybe we're not com- considering that a miss. But Avengers looks to be a disaster. <laughs> yeah, it really does. <laughs> Nobody liked Kingdom Hearts Three. Final Fantasy Fifteen was a, a, even though it was like one of the best-selling Final Fantasies ever. Critically a disaster, and I think objectively a disaster. Yeah, so it looks like they're they're struggling a little bit. Yeah, not a de- a developer that I have typically. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen is doing very well. Yeah, but it took them a long time to get. They had to too. fix like, that game. Yeah. Yeah. So who knows? I don't know. Yeah. I would like to play more Final Fantasy games. I really, really enjoyed six. Did I play six or I think I you played six. I think I remember you talking about six on yeah. an episode or something. Yeah. Yeah, but it was just so traditional. I feel like the the changes to the formula are what aren't working well. Yeah, I mean, so Final Fantasy fifteen solved real time combat. They had it figured out. Okay. Yeah. And they fucking walked it back for a remake. Yeah. Like is that, it different teams doing d- involved in uh, making it, or I don't. Is there think stuff so. that was I'm, from seven that they needed to include? So that is the reason why? Like you, you mentioned, I think they wanted to stick to the ATB because, like, that was a huge deal for that game. Um, yeah. I believe. No, I can't remember if that existed in the older ones prior to seven. But but anyway, they they wanted it to feel that way, and I'm I'm and I like that they made them play very differently. They made all the ca- characters play very differently, which is awesome. Yeah, they that's cool. So they like did a cool all that all that, that stuff is like really good surface level. It's just like you you look at fifteen and how it plays and how it works and like combat is frantic and your 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 uh your 
party members are actually like doing things on their own and you can you can slow it down just like remake and like make decisions and stuff but like it just always is moving where like i would feel like remake would come to a grinding halt every yes, every 30 yes. seconds like yes it, it, every time i hit the button to open a menu the whole game pauses it's like two separate games i'm playing an action game and then i'm i mean i'm that, not playing an that's action actually game. not even what i mean like like you can it, it would be more like it would be more like those situations where like well i had to use my atb to heal because i can't because Aerith isn't healing me on her own passively like that's just not happening so like nothing's happening i have to be in control of everything i can't rely on anybody all of it is on me so like that's where it would come to a grinding halt for me it's like yeah everybody's out of atb guess we'll just run around for a while <laughs> to try and build yeah. some where where in 15 it's just always filling the the bar that you use for special abilities always filling whenever you go to attack you're just holding a button because you can worry about the other stuff to do to, yeah, to, to yeah. like you can worry about the tactical stuff while just attacking and it feels good like it's actually really satisfying one one of the things i did end up enjoying after the fact after replaying 15 was that yeah. oh okay i actually do like some aspects about this combat a lot and i like some aspects about remake also but they just it just doesn't work it just didn't work they 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 need to go back to the drawing board with that one i think and I don't think they will because I it believe well. I believe I'm in me and Mike and you now I think are in the minority in terms of combat yeah. for that game. So whatever. That's why I kind of don't care. Like rose rose colored glasses. After, people just yeah. People just don't have the yeah. Uh, I think I think a lot of people are the blinded. Unbiased opinions. Yeah, I think a lot of people are blinded by how pretty that game is and like it is pretty. The lighting is incredible. I love the I love the color palette. I love the color palette. It's so '90s, neon green and neon red. I think it looks sweet as hell. <laughs> yeah, and that's a and cool world. And the music world, is dude. all techno, and yeah, the, yeah. Oh my the, god, the soundtrack, with the plates, and the remix soundtrack is amazing. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, they they did nail a lot of it. So I, I yeah. want to give them some credit. I just I wish I liked playing it more. I just I uh, it hurts a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever simultaneously enjoyed something and didn't enjoy it so much at the same time. It's like. Uh, <laughs> warring opinions for me yeah but i uh i played a game that you love i was on i was on backship it sounds like i'm just crushing games you I, have I been, been crushing playing, games haven't i uh i typically kind of don't play like the, a lot of shorter games and so i played a lot of them yeah together right now and so i ha that's why but i i played Oberdin. oh that's right and, uh, yes and uh did you finish it yeah, absolutely. Oh. What a fantastic thing. Oh my dude. god. That was incredible. So good. So good. It's a mas uh, it's a masterpiece. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. I would, can we golf clap it? Of course. Yeah. I don't return think of the Oberdin. Yeah, return of the Oberdin. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Did I play that in the period of no podcast? I think I did. I think that was when we were on hiatus. So I didn't. Okay. I don't know that I got to talk. I can't remember. I don't know that I got to talk about it. I feel it too like much. I remember you talking. Okay, about maybe. It. Okay. But I could be wrong. I don't know. I don't have a perfect memory. I, I only have so much room for rap lyrics and stuff, and so yeah. inevitably. Yeah. But I'll give a I'll give a brief little. Uh, it's basically like a Sherlock Holmes game. You you. Yeah. You have a little compass that can replay. Uh, the exact scene of someone's death and the game puts you on a pirate ship 
with a manifest that everybody's on the ship and you walk around the dead bodies and you play the scene of their death and you try and discover who is who depending on based on the context clues of the scene. So you have the list of names, you're assigning the list of names to the bodies essentially. And you also have some like photos and stuff like that to help you. A, criti- and, a critical uh, part of this is you work for an insurance company and you yes. have to put this manifest together so you can figure out who gets paid out. <laughs> yes. It's such a good premise. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, just like the art style of it, it's like this old MS-DOS looking Yeah, like two, uh, two colors. color palette. Yeah. And the sound, like they use... They use authentic language, uh, like voice acting languages of, you know, there's a whole different smorgasbord of people that are aboard this ship, mm-hmm. and they go through this crazy adventure, and yes. and you get to you get to kind of watch this narrative unfold in a way that feels like you're discovering it, yeah, instead it's of like watching backwards. it happen. Yeah, it's like backwards, too. Yeah. So, so there's this intrigue throughout the entire game where oh, you're 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 wondering like what happened to people, and then you're you're puzzling out who is what in each situation. So it gives you that puzzle solving feeling of just feeling like you're a genius. Yeah. And uh, it's 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 something that I was taking notes and I was googling like real ship. Uh, anatomy and and yeah, and like what is this weird word? Like what, terminology, yeah. and, and it's it just was a such a unique experience that was kick ass. It's so really. unbelievably good. I don't like. I can't even words like, like you, can't can, even, you can't even. I you I can't literally even. can't even. It's it really is such an amazing work, and yeah. all one person. He did all the music too. Like the music in that game is amazing. Absolutely. When it, whenever, whenever you would get a couple right, and it does that little jingle, it's like the. Da-dum. Yeah, it's like, and the yeah, the it's just it's it's incredible. Oberdin is incredible. Yeah. It, it it's a must play. Like it doesn't matter if you're into that at all, you must play it. And, and it's, it's on everything now. Yeah, too. it's on everything at this point. Yeah, it's just so, it's so just was, so rewarding. I was playing on I was playing on backshift and. One of the guys that I'm on backshift with, we can call him Mike from work. That's his name, Mike. Oh, nice. There's two Mike, Mike from work Mike, too. Mike too. The son of work. Mike from work. But he was like, "What is that?" And I showed him what it was, and he came the next day. He had a Surface, and he was playing it right alongside me. Oh, it works. Oh, yeah, it would work nonstop on surface, yeah. for uh, nonstop for two days. Oh, that's so awesome. He actually actually beat me to the conclusion. That's funny, <laughs> which is pretty cool. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I would I would totally recommend that game. Yeah. Uh, it just as a unique thing that people should, people who are interested in 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 games and in puzzle solving, and you can sit with your your significant other yeah. and try and sleuth through who the who is what, and uh, yes, that it's just that is apparently a very good game to play with a partner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it made me feel like you know, there's some movies that I that come to mind, and and one of the more recent ones that was successful is is Knives Out. Mm-hmm. And it, it has this whole detective feel and, and or like murder on the Orient Express where, you know, the, the detective notices all these little details and, and that's how he solves the case. And you absolutely have to like, you know, look at the tattoo on someone's arm and, and, and that's in a scene and that's how you yeah. would discover who's what. And it's just so, the design of it is so intelligent mm-hmm. and it's, uh, it's real sweet, real cool. Yeah, I 
I want to scream from the rooftops that everybody should play that game. It's so good. Yeah. His other game is amazing too, Papers, Please. That that Papers, Please is a really, really interesting, very unique, highly recommended game. So um, that, was long, cool. that was long before we were doing a podcast that I played that. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, Are we... Uh- do we do too many games, or should we keep going? I got two more. Who I could, cares? Like, let's go. Give, I mean, you got. We don't have to worry right, about recording. Go. We don't have to worry about yeah, recording limits, right? No, we have no hardware limits anymore. Yeah. Knock on wood. Yeah, I mean, um, uh, yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> so, two minutes. So I'll, I'll I'll spend on this. I I started playing uh, just in like my free time, just to show my wife what it was, and um, just goof around a little bit. I started. I downloaded the uh, Crash Bandicoot oh, yeah. remaster, and. Uh, I think those games are worth revisiting. Really? I won't sit there and play uh I won't sit there and play through one, but I think it offers the same appeal of like Mario playing original Mario's on your Switch. Uh there's just some old classic formula uh to those games where they're freaking punishing, man. Mm-hmm. And I think it feels good enough that it doesn't annoy me like the controls don't annoy me it's just hard and i i'm used to i'm used to a little more uh i don't know what the word is accessibility i guess with with modern platformers than these games offer yeah uh but they look they look really good and there's a there's a new one coming out pretty soon and it was fun to show my wife like this was originally what i had on playstation you know that we played as kids. Mm-hmm. And so I, I like that game in my library. I don't know that I'll ever play through the trilogy again, but just poking around on there has been pretty uh pretty fun. Yeah. And I'll I'll play until I get a game over and then I'm like, man, screw this thing and then <laughs> <laughs> I'd shut it off. And, you know, I don't really rage out with it. I I'm not Yeah. I don't care if I finish it. I got it on the, the summer sale for PlayStation, so Yeah. That's just something I, I kind of enjoy having in my library. So I'll say that about it. Uh, the other game that I have that I downloaded, you know, I, I got my PC and I want I put a couple games on, downloaded Games Pass and everything like that. I, I installed Gears Tactics oh, yeah, on my computer. Right. Yeah. And so I ran through the first couple missions of that. I completed the first chapter. And uh, I'm impressed and excited to keep playing that game. Yeah. I think it looks it looks gorgeous. I'm sure. Uh, the env- the environments uh, that like from a top down, like tactical point of view is kind of really neat. That's definitely um, a different way to look at that that world. You, yeah, you, that's what yeah, I mean. You like, never get to see already, that. It was already, uh, it was already like the Gears universe is. This was a a marriage. Uh, th- this type of game and the Gears universe were perfect. Like the cover based yeah. thing is yeah. already there. Yeah. Like the environment, they didn't even need to make new environments. They could, they could have just put a top down camera on levels that already existed in Gears games, and it w- you would never be able to tell the difference. Yeah, and the they do emergence holes, and you have to use tactics to throw your grenade in the emergence hole. And if you don't do that, then enemies keep spawning. Yeah, and and they have cutscenes. In the same way that you would play a Gears level where if you run to the end of the hall where the level ends, the cutscene just plays 
seamlessly. So it's like you're playing a hmm. an an adventure version of of Gears. Um, they have this thing that I think is what makes it unique from like XCOM is when you down enemies, sometimes they'll like go to all fours, and you can get execution. You can get the opportunity for executions. Yeah, like Gears. Yeah. Yeah, and so your your actions are based on action points. Like every character has a certain amount of action points. Mm-hmm. And when you get an execution and you perform that execution, it gives another action point to each member of your team. That's cool. So you can like, it. it the game rewards being aggressive. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like... Uh, XCOM, you want to like... XCOM your way is more turtly. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Because you, 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 if you run too far ahead, you're, you're dead. You get screwed, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and the, there's not the same like uh, you're playing with the uh, core set of characters that I, they can get injured and stuff, and it'll affect the next battle. But you're not you're not you're not growing soldiers that will die, and then you can't have them anymore. Mm. So so the whole uh, you're just less cautious. Mm. You know what I mean? The game is like kind of pushing you towards a a, a more aggressive play style, mm-hmm. and. They also have abilities that will trigger when you get executions. So even like who does the execution kind of factors into like maybe one guy will yeah, offer sure. health to everybody or one guy will offer another explosive. So it kind of it's like an extra layer of decision making. Yeah. And I haven't played a ton of it yet. So I, I don't know that that will hold the same way it does for XCOM. Yeah. But it's enough, if it's enough spin on the formula that I am eager to play more and it's nice finally getting to play a tactics game on with a mouse and keyboard oh my god isn't runs, it so different <laughs> that runs nice that runs uh, nice yeah it, it's it's unbelievable to click go and for the and thing to just happen yeah <laughs> yeah without me yeah. waiting for the the, yeah. the game to just chug and chug and chug yeah finally catch up so that that's pretty cool and uh i i haven't like delved into the uh the meta game of it Quite yet, like I just kind of unlocked the. You go to like the Land Rover, the piece Land PC or whatever they call it, the little, the little car that they drive around from scene to scene, and and that's where you do your your in between mission, like leveling and management and stuff. Yeah. And so I ju- I just kind of opened that part of the game, so I don't know like what that's gonna add, but I'm definitely eager to uh, to do more, and so that's exciting. Cool. And that's a, that's about all I have, uh, at least in terms of games that I've played since our last session. I'm, yeah, I'm off. I'm off for a week, come Friday, or more than a week, like two weeks, really. So I should have, you know, by the time we get to another episode, I should have some more, uh, some more stuff. Yeah, I um, I'm gonna be going away on vacation, and I'm hoping to bang out Paper Mario during that because I kind of stopped playing that. <laughs> But on it's sort of on purpose. I sort of quit playing it on purpose because I knew I'd really only have access to the Switch for that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what... I, I don't really know what I'm looking forward to because we're, like, in a weird period now, like, leading up to... Just wait, waiting for the next console. Yeah, time. and, like, Cyberpunk, I forgot, is all the way in November or whatever. So, like, that's kind of far away still. So it's going to be, it's gonna be clean, up, clean up time on some stuff. That's good. You need those spots in the year, I think, yeah. to get rid of some backlog. Yeah, definitely. They had a uh, they had a Nintendo, uh, what do they call them? 
were their little it's events. Not, it's not necessarily they, a direct. It wasn't a direct. I don't. It wasn't. Like it wasn't a, a branded direct. <laughs> a mini direct today, and they still have kind of been mum about what they're doing for the rest of the year. Yeah, I'm really that's curious true too. <laughs> to uh, what they have to have something planned, right? I would. Uh, I would assume at least one other big in quote release. Yeah, something for holidays maybe, or something to yeah. at least combat the. Uh, the hype that's kind of built around Xbox and PS5. You yeah, know? I mean, Nintendo does their own thing anyway. So, who knows? They might not give a shit, and they might not release anything. <laughs> I'd be surprised. I, I, I would saw... be, too. I mean, Paper Mario was a... Hey, out of nowhere, here's a Paper Mario. It comes out in, like, two weeks. Absolutely. And, like, this is a big yeah. game. So, like... Uh, yeah. So, yeah, who knows? They haven't been completely missing, but... No, I'm, they get. They, I think they'd have. They got to have something in the chamber. So, looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to spending some time on my new computer. Yeah. Uh, oh, I want to. Me and Nick talked about playing Divinity. So, yeah, maybe we'll have some uh, some sharing of that. Yeah. Uh, I I have a question. What's that? Is your purchasing decision changed now? On PS5. No, no, um, just multi-platform games. Do you think you're asking me if I'll play all multi-platforms on? I'm just PC? like, have you thought about that? Uh, I have thought about it. It will depend. Like, I'm gonna play. I waited to play Control on PC. Oh yeah, it's yeah, that's a good call. <laughs> there's there's probably some things that I'll want to play on my couch still. Hmm. Uh, I ha- I don't have my ga- my gamer chair hasn't come in yet, so that could change. <laughs> that could change. It'll be things. like game, uh, PC gang initiated or uh mode PC gang mode complete. I'll have my my official license as a PC be, gamer. I mean, I don't have I don't have a gamer chair. chair. I'm just I'm just saying like you'll sit in it and you'll be like, okay, I want to play all the good. I want to play everything as best as I can on this thing. So I, there is the the bump in performance is is. Is incredible, amazing. Yeah, I do. I do think my TV still produces richer picture than my my monitor, though. Just like the color saturation and the like, the richness of uh, of the. Do you mess the, with your settings? You know, yeah, you know, yeah, you have yeah, to like have. you have to enable all that and stuff. So it could be that I haven't, I haven't like bumped everything up. I still have some some stuff to play with. Yeah. Like I just, I literally put my, my new hard drive in right before we did this episode. Yeah. And I, I have some stuff to install and like probably some graphics card drivers that I need to mess with. And actually we could probably do that after this episode. I could screen share with you and you could probably sure. point me to some, some things, but um, it, the, the animation on the, on the computer versus animation from the PlayStation is, is a big jump. Like it's it's yeah way noticeable. Yeah, and textures and lighting and stuff are way better on my PC too. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I I do I do think you know my TV the OLED is a pretty freaking badass TV. So there there's some things that I I think I don't know if they look better, but like playing Call of Duty, I feel I thought it would look better. Like I just. I don't know. That's a weird. I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised. You're when you when you said that I was really surprised actually cuz like yeah. your D, your TV can't do the frame rate that your PC can do. I'm I'm not talk so I'm not so, really talking about frame rate. I know rate. I know like, you're not. But that 
in in tandem with yes with I agree. resolution I agree. and textures and everything like that i agree yeah yeah i'm not i'm just talking like looking at the screen and looking at the screen like without moving and run around because performance the the performance does make it look better like i'm not yeah. i'm not arguing that i'm just saying like picture to picture hmm. It's I don't know. It's a weird thing, and and, may, and maybe I just need to play more games. There's also like, a lot of a lot of I, you wouldn't. You're not alone. A lot of people look at things and they're like, I don't see a difference. So yeah, and I mean it's it's it happens. So yeah, there there's a difference with me sitting, you know, a foot away from my computer screen. Like I feel like I can see detail more as yeah. opposed to like on my couch. So. Like on my couch, I would wear glasses like to see. Yeah. And so I'm excited. You know, I'm excited to try fighting games on here with a screen that I can like. Yeah. The the perspective, like the distance from screen and stuff makes it. We've talked about that a lot, actually. Like, yeah, yeah. Like it, it makes a, think, it makes a huge difference for like fat and I twitchy think playing games. Call it, yeah, playing Call of Duty. Like I had a better. I can see down scope like way better and stuff like that. I think I think your peripheral vision is better too because it's not yeah, it's not yeah, yeah. like you have a huge it's TV. Wide. Yeah, so like it's yeah. like hard to it's hard to parse all of that, and that's why mm-hmm. like you know you're sitting only two feet away from a much smaller screen. Yeah, yeah. and and so I, I'm always somebody who like plays with granular settings and stuff. So it'll be a while before I get things to where I want them. Yeah. And I have been doing so much, you know, mounting and vacuuming <laughs> and drilling <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, not using the computer. So, yeah. you know, I'll get to a point where I, I feel like um, I can I can make a better decision or, or make a better judgment on, on that type of thing. Yeah, I was just, I was but, just curious because, like, for me, there's literally no reason to ever buy anything that isn't exclusive. Yeah, you know, unless unless you know we're gonna play with Josh or, or somebody or whoever. Yeah, but I still have a I still have a lot of like Harsh is he's a PlayStation guy. I play a lot of games with him. Yeah, and there's games that I mean unless unless next gen comes out and everything goes to crossplay, which I which hope. would be kind of sweet. Which I hope, yeah. Uh, you know, then I would make more. I would probably be more willing to yeah to be up here. But it's it's kind of a thing too. Like my wife. Uh, she'll sit with me a lot playing games in the living room. Yeah, can't really so, sit like, in that's, there. Yeah, no, like she won't. We won't sit in the office together. I mean, we probably will, but yeah, I just think like there's some there's some that's not nothing the next, there. You know what I mean? The next step is to get your PC hooked up to your TV. That is the oh, that is boy. the ultimate use case. I could I could do that with a Steam Link, couldn't I? Yeah, it's not. It's fine. Steam Link's fine. Um, but if you ever want to go down that road, I would definitely get a long Hardware. HDMI cable and put it through your floor. Yeah. You know how long that HDMI cable would need to be? Uh, I'm, I'm super you're pumped. You're not too far from your TV based on your floor plan, relatively. Well, it, I, bought, I bought like a 50-foot HDMI cable for like $30. Yeah. They're, they're, they're really not a big deal, yeah. But, yeah. Too bad I can't power line it like like the Ethernet, which actually works I love that that worked well. for you. That's such an interesting, weird thing. How long ago did you try that? Forever ago, but with the Steam yeah. with the Steam Link actually. So like my ho- the house that I used to live in was really old, and um, that power line shit did not work. It, it just, just did wonder, not work. I wonder if they've improved the technology or it if- would have been probably. F- 
four years ago, maybe. It could be it could be the wiring in my house. Like maybe I yeah, have it, a it different uh, different. I don't know. Yeah, the house. My house is recently built. Yeah, that's what I mean. So, it, it it could have just not interacted with. Yeah. Old shitty wiring or something. I don't. I know. read. I read a lot too that a lot. Those are supposed to be on the same circuit. Like that would make aren't. sense, but I mine would, absolutely. I aren't. was gonna say that would be hard to like confirm, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I I don't know, but I'm I'm happy it's working. I haven't tested anything except for Call of Duty, and uh, we didn't have any problems with that. Oh yeah, so. I mean if your speed test is right, then it's yeah. working. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It's a it's an interesting thing. Those are an interesting technology. I don't know what That's I did sweet. with them. I think I just threw them away. Because <laughs> I but mine were how much were mine were expensive. Mine were, mine were over hundred bucks. Mine were cheap. So uh, maybe that had something to do with it. Because I because yeah. I didn't trust it and I didn't want to risk. Yeah, you something. didn't want to drop the money. I just would have sent it back. That was my thing. Yeah, Amazon's pretty good on returns. I bought a bunch. Like I'm sending a hard drive back. I'm sending a bunch of mounting hardware back. Yeah, you just drop it off at Kohl's. I don't even have to pack it up. It's pretty oh, sick. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I'm dangerous with a phone in my hand on the Amazon store, dude. I'm just like <laughs> buying stuff. Yeah, I'll buy that. Yeah. Let's try it. Let's see if it works. Yeah. So, luckily, a lot of things have. I'm still waiting on my my second monitor. I'm, I'm, uh, I can't, like, Discord and game at the same time, which oh, I feel like is mon- integral to yeah. the, the PC two, experience. Two monitors minimum is, like, a must. Yeah. I can use the TV... Like, that's mounted above me, but I more put that up for, like, general office use for my wife to just have, like, Netflix playing and stuff while she's in here. Yeah. So, it's like, I mean, like, I can look up at it, but it's, you know what I mean? It's like a kink in my neck and... Yeah. I don't know. It's not really made for... I guess I could sit back and... But I hope to use this whole thing for streaming and more content creation and... Yeah. You know, hopefully we can get some stuff going. It, it should be kind of fun if, if if I can figure out some of this Adobe software that I got. Yeah. And uh, maybe get some Elgatos going or something like that. We'll uh, we'll get some stuff coming your way, at least for my Twitch channel. Yeah. And uh, that'll be exciting. Yeah. Uh, I think we can wrap it up off of that. Yeah, I could. I could. Uh, let me cue the. Oh, never mind. I don't have the MIDI controller. <laughs> Maybe in the future. Maybe, yeah. And and like we mentioned, I I think maybe we'll do maybe the next episode live. We'll we'll see. We'll talk about that a little bit more. But the thing with that is we can't nail down a date. <laughs> really, we'll have to follow us on social media and whatever to like know when that's going to happen. I think I'd say we could give you a week's in advance. Yeah, though. but We're, but it it would be us, both of us are pretty good about our uh, meeting our scheduling. It would just be that's what I mean. It wouldn't be like uh, you're not going to hear it on an episode and like pl- like we can't plan it now. I don't think is the thing. Yeah. So like just if you're interested in watching us talk to each other over the internet, <laughs> um, actually you could you could also input give input on the show. I would be willing to like. Yeah. Engage engage with the chat. Yeah. If we did that. So, you know, be on the lookout for that. We're not going to uh we're not insular to yeah. ourselves, I guess. The whole the whole point of being doing it live would be for people to be able to kind of give input and stuff like that. Yeah. So, so that's the thing. Like just follow us on Twitter and probably just Twitter, Instagram if we remember to post it there. 
for like when we're going to do that. And uh, yeah, and we'll go from there. I'm still streaming twitch.tv slash lost in the contraption. I'm, I'll wrap up mortal shell. I don't know what I'll stream next. We, we still play Warzone f- frequently, semi-frequently. We got an email with punishgame at gmail.com. Uh, we, we got swag. Yeah, we got swag. swag. That link's always in the link, uh, in the episode description. We got, uh, we got, we got a good email from Bobby Moore's, uh, giving us some, yeah, su- dude, some thanks. suggestions. Yeah. Thanks. We're taking, I really like some of your ideas, especially the check-in with Josh and Alex. I'm, I haven't, I'm going to hope that they do something with that. I'm going to reach out to them, but yeah, thank you for emailing us. If you want to email us about anything, it's with punishgame at gmail.com. Bobby, I personally like uh, the mortal. AJ needs to play someone on Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat every week. That's that was good. That, I, I will gladly do that. <laughs> yeah, I I tried to get the Mortal Kombat thing going for a while, and kind of no one bid on it. So yeah, it's hard. Things are hard. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that'll that'll do it for this one. Until next time, keep playing games. Peace.